listening to the White Oak Houston podcast, the official podcast of White Oak Baptist Church in Houston, Texas. White Oak exists to help people come alive to the wonder of the gospel and fully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit us online at whiteoakchurch.net. the White Oak Houston podcast. Uh, my name is Pastor John. I'm one of the pastors here at White Oak Baptist Church, and with me is... Uh, Pastor James. It's good to, good to be back here, man. Awesome, man. Um, so one of the things that uh, we want to do on this podcast is, you know, if you listen to like our normal podcast, a lot of times it's our Sunday morning sermons, um, and so you're kind of listening into like our, our Sunday morning preaching, um, and yet the cool thing with the podcast is it enables us to talk about um, things kind of off the stage in a more kind of a conversational manner and really get to a lot of practical things that maybe we wouldn't get in a sermon because we're really just, you know, expositing the scriptures and explaining it. So um, one of the things that we did want to do today that will connect with preaching was we wanted to talk about um, kind of what is preaching, what is biblical preaching, and why it's like so extremely important um, though most people, I don't think, realize that. Yeah. Um, I think people in our day and age, um, you know, well, I guess I'll throw this to you, man. Like, when people think of a sermon or going to church and listening to a sermon, what do you think the average, I guess even like maybe like millennial, the person our age, like what do they, what do they think a sermon is, like in their mindset, and how, how important do they see it as? Um, man, I think people our age see sermons as something to, to probably get through. Just, just got to grind it, get through it, you know? Love the music, got to sit through the sermon. That's just part of what going to church is. And, and, and what do they think is the end goal? Like, like why, why do they think the pastor gets up there to preach, in their mind? You got to pay him for something, right? You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I, I thought about this uh, pretty recently, and I think probably what most people think sermons are is kind of like an information transfer, mm. you know? It's like, I'm going to take information from the text and transfer it into your brain so that you can increase mm. your knowledge. And so I think they have a really um, academic or scholastic or just kind of think of school, you know, or something like that, sort of like a lecture on a topic. And that's probably mm. what most people are going into sermons thinking it is. Yeah. And so one of the things that I've kind of noticed um, is um, when I talk to people is exactly like you say, that they, they say it's about information or maybe a little bit of inspiration in there. Mm. Um, but even, you know, honestly, like I, I, we preach to really two types of people in our church. We, te- we, we preach to people who um, are very new to the church and very new to the faith. They're just showing up. They don't know much about it. They, they want a relationship with God. They're interested in God, but they don't know much about the Bible. So they're there getting information, right? They want to learn the Bible, and they, they don't know the stories, you know, or anything like that. And then you've got people who would maybe see themselves as like longer-term Christians. They, they might see themselves as more mature in the faith. And they kind of know the stories, or they've kind of heard it before. And so in their minds, they also think it's about information, but they feel like they've heard it before. And so I, I, what I've noticed is, like, whereas you would think as people get maybe more mature in their faith, they lean in more. Like, they, they see the preached Word of God as, like, this amazing miracle that's happening, where, like, the Word of God's being opened and the Spirit's using it to change lives. They see it as, like, I already know this, and so I'm here out of just, you know, maybe reverence or duty, but... You know, I've already heard this, so maybe I'll kind of check out. And so, so yeah, so I agree. So most people see a sermon as just like giving them some information. It's just what we do. But man, biblically speaking, and like in terms of like the history of the church, what is a sermon really? Like if we understood it the way that Jesus understood it or Paul understood it, like what do you think a sermon is supposed to be and how are we supposed to view it 
um, in all of its like fullness? Hmm. That's a big question, but I mean, I feel like the, the word that comes to mind is the a sermon is is prophetic in a sense that it's yeah. calling people back to whatever it is it's calling them back to. So maybe for that time it's hope, calling people back to hope. Maybe it's repentance, calling them back to repentance. Because I feel like, just like you've got a mixture in the church I've seen of sort of like newer people who like haven't heard the stories before, so they have no biblical context to people who have heard them a lot. And they're like, man, I've heard this before. You also have people who come in with all kind of like needs and desires mm-hmm. and wants. You know, you've got, you know, I've noticed you've got the single mom, you know, and she has her, her issues. And then you've got um, the middle-aged man with children and he's got mm-hmm. his issues and it feels like everyone brings issues into the church and I, I believe the Bible speaks to all those mm-hmm. but um, man one thing I was going to say is I feel like you know we spend so much time as like pastors um, going to school and like learning how to preach and yet we don't um, there's there's no time in, in teaching people how to listen to a sermon. And yes. so there's, there's oh, that yeah. huge difference there. Like we spend all this time learning what is preaching, how do we preach, and how do you do it well, how do you communicate well, but then no one's taught, you know, how am I supposed to approach the Word? Mm. And I think that's that's really on us, and it's really on pastors to mm. help disciple people in that area. Like, why sermons are important, and, and how do you listen to them? Well, and, and real quick thing, because obviously, you know, all these, you know, we have no script right now. We're just talking, you know, honestly from our hearts, like, you know, and also from our experiences being pastors and talking to people. And one of the things that we've talked about um, just amongst us is um, maybe you and I have maybe natural different like tendencies, um, which is why I think we make a good team. I think we're really different in a lot of ways. And I know in the past that you've mentioned um, that, you know, you could see yourself, like maybe if you were not a pastor, you'd be the kind of person that would maybe have a hard time like listening to a sermon or kind of sitting under preaching. And, and you've been honest about that. Um, but you've actually like, I think you've, you've, you've recognized that. Um, and, and you've made a lot of like really good changes. Like when I preach, you know, which is kind of cool. We both preach. So we yeah. both literally sit under preaching still. Um, I mean, you, I, I see you dialed in, I see you like listening. Um, you know, so maybe if someone, cause, cause I'm more of like a raw rock kind of person in general, you know, and you're more of like a, like, like very intelligent, like, you know, you think through everything. And so I can see that for me, like, you know, I, 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 I feel like I get like the vibe, like, like, like I like sermons. Like I, I just like, when I sit under them, like I, yeah. Really, honestly, because my wife, like, she kind of humbled me in that, how she was always taking notes, so I started taking notes. And you, and like, you listen to them during the week, too. I do, yeah, all the time. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a fan, but, but what I do, at least for me, is, like, what, is I, like I, I, I literally take notes while I'm listening, and, like, I'm listening to you preach or whoever's preaching, but, like, I also assume God's going to speak to me beyond that. And so, like, sometimes you'll say something, and, like, it'll be really good, and it'll, it'll like, really impact me, but sometimes what you're saying makes me think of something else that really impacts me as well, so it's, like, you know, like, we're just this mouthpiece, but the Holy Spirit is doing so much more than what we're saying. And so really just listening to the sermon is opening yourself up powerfully to, like, a, a move of God in your life is what it's doing, you know? And so the, the content is good, but, like, just sitting under someone who's proclaiming God's reality over you, it takes you off of Facebook, it takes you off out of your job or whatever you're doing, out of your struggles, and just, like, sits you in this moment where you're listening to the Word of God, you're listening to truth, and it's good, and it's all trustworthy, but it's coming from Scripture. And so for me, like, I feel like I, I get the raw, raw, and the inspiration. Um, but for someone like, like you, you've mentioned you kind of, like, like what, what would you give to, like, maybe someone who, like, is struggling to sit through a sermon maybe concerned about that, or maybe someone who thinks, like, maybe they don't even need to. It's maybe not that essential to them. Like, what advice would you give to them 
um, to be a part of, you know, sitting under good preaching, which is something I think every Christian is supposed to do. Yeah, man, I, I just know there was a point in my life where I was sort of the guy sort of mm-hmm. sitting in the back, you know, and maybe like doodling or, or <laughs> just reading, reading the Bible. You know, I remember there was uh, someone in my family. I remember my dad actually back in the day would uh, do his like Sunday school lessons, you know, during, efficient, like, yeah. Yeah, during the sermon, just like <laughs> being super efficient, you know. But I, I feel like I was like that at one point in my life. And I think what really changed it for me is just recognizing that like, I spend so many hours during the week on work and with family and watching TV and all these things. And then there's just this one hour, this one golden hour in which I can come and put those things aside and just mm. see what does God have to say to me, you mm. know? And so just like recognizing that really just humbled me and just allowed me just to submit to um, preaching, whether I like the guy's style or not. And so what I do personally, uh, even beyond note taking, which I think is really good is uh, as I'm listening, I just try to ask myself just questions, just hard mm. questions about, you know, what's being preached. Like, do I, do I do this in my mm. life or, or am I obeying this in my life or do I believe this in my life? And I feel like the more I ask those questions, the more that I um, am, am dialed into the sermon, you know? So I feel like it's not necessarily uh, information transfer all the time because I, I know most of the things that are preached. Mm-hmm. There's probably not going to be an insight that someone gives, especially for me at my point in life. Whoa, yeah, like, like, oh, I've never heard that before, <laughs> you know, whether it's like some, some Greek word or something like that. It, it's probably not going to yeah. happen, you know, but I do think that... Um, my relationship with the Lord ebbs and flows. And so every time I come in during the week uh, on a Sunday, I know that, you know, I'm going to be challenged in some capacity. And so mm-hmm. I challenge myself as I listen to the word. And I just know that I, I want to be immersed in the things of God for this hour or two hours. And I know that I have no other opportunity throughout the week in order to do that, especially in the community of other believers. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, no, that, that's good, man. I remember that kind of made me think of like when I was growing up, like, you know, my, my dad, um, you know, he was kind of like a like a cool guy in a sense, you know, and I'll never forget once being a kid, like seeing him stand up and sing the church music because, you know, mm-hmm. we grew up here at White Oak and back in the day, you know, the church music was okay, but it was kind of old school and, you know. <laughs> You know, it probably wouldn't be something either me or my dad at that stage. about 90s music? I still love that. Yeah, no, no. This, we were in the 90s, but it, this wasn't <laughs> even 90s, you know. But um, I remember, like, once, like, watching him. Like, I still remember him standing up to sing the hymn, you know, like, just trying to sing along with it, you know. And just watching him, like, try to do that to me was always, you know, kind of impactful. And so I think that for me, I think about, like, what do I want my family and my kids and the people that I'm impacting to see me doing during a sermon? Like, can mm-hmm. I can I submit myself to someone else, to another man? You know, because we get older, you know, we're going to be eventually the old guys, and, you know, we think we know everything, you know. But I feel like, can they see me sitting under preaching? Like, do they see their father or this guy they respect as, like, humble and, like, open? Um, or do they see me as someone who's, like, just thinks I know it all and kind of and ironically the guys that kind of think they know it all and stop listening over time I see them like decline spiritually and I've seen yeah. it um, I think we've even seen guys at our church that we kind of once respected and they're like you know I don't think they're doing much of anything now you know and so I think that like I think one of the ways that Satan tempts us is he kind of makes us think we know it all we kind of lose our humility and before you know it we, we kind of decline spiritually we're not having any influence we're maybe not even a part of the church we're like how did that happen you know and honestly, I think probably it began when we stopped being humble and listening to other people. I think the community basically opens you up to other people besides your own like mind and opinions, you know? Yeah. None of us know everything, you know? And so I think that's really important. I mean, even, you know, we make decisions here together. We talk about things. We, you know, evaluate, you know, where we're going with sermons and stuff. And so we, we do it together, you know? And so, but all of us can be told no at some point. So 
Um, but uh, one of the things that I, I wanted to kind of uh, kind of close on um, is as you kind of um, maybe kind of think about like you know the future of like kind of the church and um, kind of what it's going to be like for Christians in the future. Uh, what do you see as like being like the role of preaching? Is it important? Is it not important? We got someone like doing something in the back. Um, what do you think of the role of preaching is important? And would you say that maybe it's more important in the future? I totally think it's going to be more important in the future. Um, I think that as we get distracted with um, technology and with phones and different things like that, there's going to be more and more voices um, that are calling us away from the Lord. And like I said, I really think that Sunday morning preaching and Sunday morning uh, music, especially especially preaching, but just because it's opening up the Word of God, is, is really going to be the primary way in which God is calling us back to to follow him, you know, especially as we, we struggle more and more to read Bibles, you know, our Bible during the week, and as we're, we're more inclined to, to have our phones out and stuff like that during the week, that, that the sermon's going to become more and more important, and so I think that, you know, just as Jesus said, you know, like, if your hand calls you to sin, like, cut it off, I calls you to sin, cut it off, obviously that's, that's hyperbole, but I just wonder, uh, what, what are we willing to do in order to to focus in on a sermon, you know, whether that's turning our phone off or, or making sure that we sit closer up to the front so we don't have that, like, mm. antsy tendency to move. Yeah. To, I mean, like, how are you going to kill your flesh in order to submit to God in that way? Yeah. You know, it's a serious oh. question. And I keep trying to land this plane, but every time you say something, it gets me thinking again, like, just four closing thoughts real quick. I'm just going to this four, but... Um, I mean, number one is like, I think uh, listening to sermons should be a discipline. I think yeah. we should discipline. We should like, you're not wasting your time by giving yourself to the word of God. Sure. If a man's willing to get up, open the Bible and preach from it, like there's nothing better you could be doing with your time. Like your phone's not important. Grabbing something from your car is not important. You know, whispering to your neighbor is not important. Um, you know, nothing is more important than that. And so I think it's a discipline. And I, I don't think that that, you know, it says the word of God never returns void. I think that applies to preaching as well. And so, you know, it, it's going to do nothing but help you, you know. Um, secondly, like I, I agree too, man. Like I think know yourself. I think, I think sometimes we don't get the value out of preaching that we should because we don't take into account, like you said, who we are. And so that, that's a great point, man. Like if you, if you struggle with distractions, sit in the front row. If you're tempted to, like, get up and flake out of the service, you know, and just start go piddling around somewhere doing something that no one really needs you to be doing, you know, and you don't even need to be, like, sit in the front row so you'll shame yourself if you get up, you know, like, like, like create that accountability. Um, and we, we, we vibe at the front, man. Like, I, I love sure. it, man. We even got, like, a community of people that I always know are up there. Man, we're, we're worshiping, we're vibing, it's awesome, you know. And so I feel like that's something that, like, we should all be doing. But, like, I think both of us, we'd be tempted, especially me. Like, I, I'm always thinking the sound isn't right, so I'm always tempted to be doing something. Um, so I guess know yourself in that. Um, and I, I guess the last thing I would say that kind of reflects something that you said, I think in the future preaching will become even more important because I think, number one, people will be much more biblically illiterate, and so they're not going to know the stories. And so preaching is going to be really, honestly, the first time some people have heard this. You know, people, we joke about everyone knows about, like, knowing the Ark and, you know, Moses and the Exodus. But, like, in the future, people aren't going to know those stories. I mean, we're, we're, things are becoming much more biblically illiterate. So, so I would even argue that this is, like, preaching in America is more important than it's ever been because people know it less. And the last thing I guess I would say is just that I think that with the way that it feels like culture is going and maybe people's, um, you know, not liking certain claims of Jesus or whatever, I think it becomes more important because I think that what we're saying is going to be truly countercultural. And so it's going to be the place where we're going to get biblical Christ-centered teaching because you're not going to get it in school and you're not going to get it on 
the internet and you know you're not going to get it from you know your friends i mean this is the place where you know really the word of god will be opened and it'll sound way different from anything else that we're hearing you know and so i think that preaching will become much more important and you know i know a lot of people talk about preaching isn't a big deal anymore let's just get around a circle and talk about stuff and you know just pull to ignorance you know for a bunch of people that don't know what they're talking about you know like a small group or something you know um, you know, and I think that there is a place for that in small groups. I think that small groups, like you should open the Bible, you should talk about it, but there also should be like elders and people in the congregation who are saying like, you know, like, like clearly saying like, like this is sound doctrine. This is what we believe. Um, Paul does that with Timothy constantly in the scripture. You know, Paul tells Titus like to, to, you know, protect and to teach sound doctrine. And so, you know, I think that it's a perfect model where the word of God is preached and then in small groups, we break up and talk about it because people now have maybe even some more insight into it. So um, any final closing thoughts? or? Yeah, just as a, just a personal plea as a pastor, uh, just, to, just to encourage the people who may, um, for people who sit under preaching and people who struggle to sit under preaching, just know that, like, uh, at least for, for, for John, because um, I see his process, and for myself, like, we put a lot of effort into thinking about how the word um, interacts with your life. You know, Mm -hmm. literally as I sit down, as I'm writing a sermon, I'm thinking about individual people in Mm. our church. I see their faces flash before my mind and I'm just thinking about them. I think, man, what what does God have to say to this person Mm. this week? And so just know that we are writing um, sermons, hopefully by the inspiration of God for you, because Mm. we're thinking about where you are at right now. And we believe that the word of God speaks to where you're at and Mm. we want you to receive that. And the only way you can receive it is to, is to hear it, you know? And the church is a beautiful thing, man. It's like, it's like a homemade meal, you know. It's like, it's like, like, like you're like mama getting up there, and you got, you've been in the kitchen, you've been like, you know, kneading the dough and everything. And it's just like, it's so good, it's so like unique. And I think that's what's cool about White Oak is it's like, you know, man, I talk to people like all across the spectrum, new to the church, been there for a long time, marriage falling apart, marriage doing great, you know, struggling with your job, I mean, you name it, man. And, like, we, we are, like, carrying those burdens into our sermon preparation process and coming up with something that, you know, we think is um, primarily teaching the scriptures but also, like, you know, where we can, speaking to those, like, individual things that we know people are dealing with uh, through the scriptures. And so, um, awesome. So, yeah, like I said, I think, um, you know, I think going forward it's going to be a really important thing. So, well, guys, thanks so much for checking out this podcast. Uh, once again, I'm Pastor John, and with... Pastor James. God yeah. bless, guys. Here at Water Baptist Church. And uh, as always, if you have any questions, just email us at info, that's I-N-F-O, at whiteoakchurch.net. And uh, we'd love to get your question on the podcast. Thanks so much. Have a great week.